It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia. Proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Apia, dedicated specialists ready to help. Call 13 50 50. Apia, get set, go. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Uh, welcome to Without Bias for another week. Great to have your company. Big show joining us a little later, Rebecca Van Ash. Uh, but first, before, uh, without any further ado, let's get to our first guest of the evening. Uh, Natasha Van Eldick is a jackaroo, uh, plays for Australia, Murray Steamer's representative, back in action in the BPL, and she's been good enough to jump on the line with us. Hello, Natasha. Hello, how are you? Good, thanks. Now, do you prefer Natasha or Natasha? Because my sister is uh, is a Natasha, and I and we, I go with a Natasha, but other people call her Natasha. What do you prefer? I prefer none of those. I rather go with Tash. It makes it simple, um, and it's less uh, formal. Let's go with Tash then. <laughs> Thank you very much. I always ask the most hard hitting question first. <laughs> uh, how good's it been to be back? Uh, BPL, you're with the Murray Steamers. Just to be at a national event again in front of you know raucous crowds, music, colour, fun, excitement, which is everything the BPL is, the Bowls Premier League and more, it must have meant the world to be back, especially after the COVID layoff. Definitely. You know, COVID really rocked, um, you know, the world pretty much and it stopped us from... Um you know, being in competition, and it was just lovely to get back out there, um, see everyone again, and play some um, competitions against you know some of the best in the world. Now, Steamers made the grand final. You fell to the Ospreys, which a few teams are doing at the moment. Uh, you and Ryan Best and Michael Walker seem to have a really good team dynamic getting there. How how do you try and how do you achieve that dynamic through a short week of preparation, living in different parts of the country? Yeah, it was um, it was really good experience to play with the two guys, um, Mickey and Ryan. And I guess, um, you know, we all play a very similar game. So we just went out there and we always said that we were just going to have tons of fun um, and whatever happens, happens. And, you know, we were lucky enough to make the final and um, obviously go down to a um, star-studded side in the Tweed Ospreys. But they were on fire that weekend, you know. Um, it was just fantastic to be out on the green and, you know, um, able to play, as I said, against some of the best in the country. What's the BPL done, do you think, uh, for bowls? Obviously, it's televised uh, on Fox, uh, KO as well. It, uh, it It is, I've always described it for people who want to know, it's like the Big Bash League for cricket, but it is such an exciting event. What do you think it's done uh, for, for, the, the, for the landscape of lawn bowls? I think it's brought in the younger generations, you know, because it's more appealing to those. Um, it's quick, it's fast, it's enthusiastic, 
and anyone can go out and pretty much play this kind of format um, and have just as much fun as what we have on the um, on the green as well. So I think it's done wonders for the younger generation and um, also probably people that would never have thought they'd ever play bowls you know, can see this on the TV and go, well, hold on a second, that looks like loads of fun, so let's go down to the local bowls club and see what they can do for us. We're speaking to Tash Van Eldick on Without Bias. Uh, local legends wanted search bowls clubs near me, and we do it for Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Apia are dedicated specialists ready to help call 13 15 50. Apia, get set, go. Uh, Tash, the Australian Championships next week. You're in the triples and the pairs. How's the, how are you feeling heading into the event uh, in Dandenong, and how's the, how's the prep been? Preparation's been fantastic. You know, loads of um, local bowls and obviously just training on the green. Um, and I've been lucky enough to play a lot of my local bowls with my two teammates that I will be down in Dandenong with. So it's been good for in that aspect. Um, but obviously not knowing and never played on Dandenong's green before. Um, so we will be arriving a day early and just you know, trying to find some rhythm whilst we can. Um, but we're just going to go out there, have some fun and see what happens. Where is your local club? My local club is Raymond Terrace in Newcastle. Beautiful. And see, I'm fascinated by that when you go to a green. And and this is, you often speak to any golfer about it. One of the first things I'll do is go and have a look at any putting green and see just how fast it is, see how much it's moving, the deviation, all that kind of stuff. For you guys, when on, a, on and people might think, well, it's all just flat and straight, isn't it? What what are you looking for when you look at a, a bowling green from, from club to club? I suppose they're all different surfaces. There's all different types of grass greens as well. Mm. Um, when it comes to synthetics, it depends on how it's been laid, um, what the um, you know surface is underneath, um, you know the carpet, what direction they're going to be playing us in. But it's also a good um, you know I suppose day to look at your opposition, you get a feeling for how they're playing as well. Um, we're lucky enough in the triples that we get a bye on the very first night. So we'll be able to sit down and, um, you know, watch some of the other teams and see how they're playing and if they're playing any tactics. Um, and then we can, you know, go out and play against them the following day. Australian Test Opener Matt Hayden used to walk out barefoot with gloves on and a cricket bat and meditate uh, on the middle of the pitch. Is that something that you employ or... Not that serious. Um, look, I, I am a little bit serious and I do have other ways of dealing with that, but <laughs> meditation isn't quite my thing. Sure. Um, I probably look at, you know, just the normal rituals of a morning, putting the left sock on first before the right, right and yep. keeping it simple. Oh, beautiful. Hey, outside of bowls, you're a childcare educator. How do you uh, juggle that role with your bowls um, and talk us through what your main responsibilities are? Yeah, so I work at a centre in Port Macquarie where I'm living at the moment. Um, it's It holds 128 children a day um, wow. and I work in, because um, I'm a casual, I work in any ages from, you know, three months up until five years Um just before they go to school and I can be in any room on one day um, looking after anywhere between 13 and 25 children a day um, but I love it I live it I breathe it it gets my head away from the bowling green um, and it's really satisfying to see the children develop over time and learn new skills and you know when you come back no matter how bad your day's been or um you know, how long you've been away for, the kids will always remember you and they just greet you with the biggest smile and it's just a fantastic feeling. So, um, 
you know, I, I love my job and I'm very grateful that I'm able to come to work and um, my my employer understands the situation with bowls and um, she gives me shifts whenever I can work, but they're very supportive of me and proud of what I do and, um, I, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. That's brilliant. Uh, we, we often forget in the world of, of elite sport that sometimes – um, from sport to sport, you can't always be a full-time professional in it. And uh, the, the, the support of workplaces uh, all around are just crucial in you being able to do what you do. But for so many athletes to have a supportive workplace is the difference between being able to compete and not compete and oftentimes being successful and unsuccessful because when you've got a supportive workplace like that, I imagine that reduces the stress levels uh, and the anxiety uh, when it comes to your day-to-day life a whole lot more. Absolutely. You know, even, um, you know, just coming to work, you know that they're okay with, you know, if you've got to duck off and, um, you know, do some training or something. But obviously in the childcare, you can't just leave the children by your, by themselves. Um, so you've got to be quite organised. I'm writing that down, uh, just, uh, ho- you know, hoping hoping to be a father one day. I'm going to I'm gonna write that one down. Do not leave by themselves. Yep, no, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'm learning. So but, you are um, an educator. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really important to have a supportive employer and yep. make sure that they understand what you're doing. And, um, you know, it's kind of like your work is your hobby and your sport that you play is your job. Yeah, okay. That no, I understand. That's And that's a fascinating insight, isn't it, that you're able to set yourself up mentally uh, like that. Do you feel like there's any skills that you've transferred from um, your Monday to Friday, so to speak, uh, to your uh, your, your, you know, your pursuits as a bowler. Yeah, I suppose with children you can't get frustrated because they're learning, they're developing, um, and the majority of the skills that they're trying to learn they just haven't grasped yet. So um, you can't get frustrated with them, and that's definitely one thing that I've learnt to take onto the bowl screen as well. Is you know, you, you, it's simple to get frustrated, but it's easier not to. Uh, it's been great to chat to you, Natasha Van Elding. I almost did it again. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Good luck um, at the Nationals. Really looking forward to seeing how you go there. Uh, in, you're in the triples and in the pairs, Australian Championships um, at Dan- in Dandenong next week. Uh, good luck with it all, and uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Thanks for being on Without Bias. Thanks very much. Uh, Tash Van Eldick uh, on Without Bias. We do it all for Bowls Australia. Local Legends wanted a Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. And for Apia, dedicated specialists ready to help, call 135050. And before we head to the break and come back with Rebecca Van Ash, uh, our Right at Home Player of the Week must go to our National Assistant Coach and Bowls Legend Karen Murphy. She's recently been appointed as a National Selector, as well as being selected by the AIS to participate in a women's leadership program aimed at increasing the role uh, that women play in sport across our nation. That's for Right at Home Aged Care at Home. Right at Home are Australia's leading provider of home care and disability support. You're listening to Without Bias, part of the, part of the sporting capital on SEN. Coming up after this, Rebecca Van Ash will join us another other uh, Australian BCIB Jackaroo. Don't go anywhere. From the wide outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me.
Uh, welcome back to Without Bias, all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted search Bowls clubs near me and our good friends at Apia proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Sam Hargraves here. Uh, been a great show so far and uh, it's only going to get better. Joining us now, CEO of Bowls Tasmania. She's also a BCIB jackaroo for uh, Australian bowling uh, and a star of the cape. Uh, Rebecca Van Ash has been good enough to jump on the line. Hello, Beck. Hi, Sam. How you doing? Thanks um, for having me. Uh, it's, it's our pleasure. Now, I'll better check. Uh, do you prefer Rebecca or Beck? It's been a theme oh, tonight. No, we better go with Beck because otherwise I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I <laughs> am the same because I'm a Samuel. But whenever, and so whenever I hear someone say Samuel, I straighten up and get very nervous. Yes. Yeah, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you on uh, for a chat and really appreciate your time. Bowl Australia is also celebrating National Careers Week in conjunction with the AIS this week. Uh, now, you've played a few national events since Bowls have returned, including BPL 12 and the Australian Champion of Champions events. How nice has it been to get back in the swing? We're asking everybody that, and, and it might be a repetitive question, but it's an important question given what this sport and every sport's been through over the last 18 months. Ah, uh, yeah, I know where you're coming from. Like it, it's been really good to to all get back together. We've we've been fortunate here in Tassie. We've you know we've had a lot of domestic play happening throughout this season, um, but there's been nothing better than getting back into national comps. And, and like you said, you know BPL Australian Champion Champions. Um, you know it's, a, it's been a busy few months on that scene, um, but it's been really enjoyable to get back and playing really competitive bowls. Uh, what did you miss most about playing? Um. I've been asked that question a few times, and I, and I think it's probably the people. You know, I, I, it probably sounds a bit cliche in a sense, but um, I think especially being part of that Jackaroos contingent, and you know, it's it's our family away from home. It's a second family to us, um, being with all the squad members. So, not having that environment for twelve months and being away from from all of our close mates, um, that was probably the biggest thing for me, and and just being getting back and although I've been competing against them mostly, um, just being back in that company has been really enjoyable. How did you all stay in touch? Were you, was there regular Jackaroo uh, Zoom chats or house party or any of those kind of apps? Yeah, you- yeah no, we, we certainly gave Zoom a fair workout. Uh, we were having really regular meetings during that time, so as a, as a whole Jackaroos contingent, and then in, in smaller groups as well. Um, you know, at the time, we were still hoping the World Championships was going to go ahead, so the the team selected for Worlds was also having some catch-ups. And uh, and then, look, on a, on a more personal note, you know, we had a few um, girls catch-ups through that time, through FaceTime and, and Zooms and different things as well. Um, so it was still a fairly social period. Um, but, yeah, we, it wasn't quite the same as being together face-to-face. I was thinking about this, and I reckon bowls is actually a sport that, and I hope we never have to do, so touch wood, but if we ever had to go in back into a lockdown situation, but you were able to be at a green by yourself, you could actually play a Zoom game with somebody else if they were <laughs> on another green. It would take a little while, but essentially, you if you were lead, then you go first, and then they just put a ball, then you take your camera up, and you show the yep. proximity. They would then put a ball in proximity to the kitty, and then they would have their go, and then they would do the yeah, same. And then we could maybe work some things out. Do you see what I'm? Do you? Do you are you picking up yeah. what I'm putting down? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it. Uh, <laughs> I think we could maybe work something out. It'd be a bit of a challenge, uh, but we could probably make do if we needed to. Let's hope that we let's, never let's have, to we don't do. have to. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm probably jinxing us by even saying this. Uh, so let's move on very quickly. Um, the Australian Championships is taking place uh, at Club Dandenong next week. Uh, how do you think your Tasmanian contingent will fare? Yeah, we've got um, we've got a full contingent heading over, which we're pretty excited about. 
and it's it feels like a while ago that they won their way to get to those championships. It was um, you know early last year for us in Tassie that uh, our state champions were crowned. Uh, but look, we've got some great uh, great competitors heading over, and I'm hopeful that they're going to do really well. I'm expecting some really exciting things coming out of our Tasmanians over there, and I'm. Looking forward to following a bit of it on the live stream. Uh, beautifully done. I wanted to discuss your career outside of bowls because it's actually inside of bowls as well, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> you're the CEO of Bowls Tasmania. Talk us through that role and what it entails day-to-day, week-to-week. Yeah, well, I guess I'm probably a bit of a jack-of-all-trades in, in my role as opposed, to, um, <laughs> pardon the pun, as opposed to some of my fellow CEOs across the country. Uh, I'm the sole employee at the moment here in in Tassie, so uh, that means I'm across pretty much every area. So from the basic day to day admin duties, um, you know, right through to our sponsorship negotiations and and working with government and and things like that as well. So um, look, every day is different, and it's probably one of the things that I really like about the role as well that um, there are so many varying tasks amongst what I do, um, but it's you know, not many people get to say that they um, get to do a job that they love, and, and mm. that's where I'm really fortunate. I'm doing a, a job that I love in a, in the sport that I love, so can't get much more fortunate than that, I guess. What's the state of bowls in Tasmania like, Beck? Um, we, we've seen the explosion of barefoot bowls and uh, nighttime bowls and jack high and, and and all these programs that are in and. To, that are basically being implemented to bring younger people and uh, and people into the sport to experience. Um, do you guys have you guys had this, a similar sort of boom in those areas? Yeah, and I think it's a it's a trend that we're seeing all around the country. Uh, our traditional membership has probably declined over the last few years, like me, like many sports. You know, mm. people don't seem to want to be locked into the traditional uh, formats any longer, and, and the long arduous seasons that we sometimes have uh, so we have about five and a half thousand registered fully registered bowlers here in Tassie but we have over 18,000 participants in the sport and and we classify participants as having tried the game four times or more so actually playing on a on a more regular basis um, in some sort of you know barefoot mm. bowls social bowls type competition so we're just seeing uh, you know a, a huge trend in that and I think if you spoke to a lot of sports, they would probably say the same things where, you know, people like these short, sharp formats of the game. Yep. Um, they do love going to the local bolo and enjoying uh, quite often cheaper beverages. Um, Massive sometimes draw. A, <laughs> sometimes a sausage or a hamburger in one hand and, and having a bowl in the other hand. And, um, you know, our bowls clubs are such beautiful and friendly social environments and so family friendly uh, that's encouraging um, families and and groups of friends into the clubs as well, which is one of the things that we're seeing here in Tassie as well. Are you amazed at the at the explosion of that? I mean, barefoot bowls. I think it started out as as hipsters uh, trying to find something that, that was deemed to be a little bit obscure, and then it turns. You know, I've been to I've done barefoot bowls in in so many different formats with so many different. Uh, in so many different types of situations, so work dues, uh, footy club bondings, footy trips, uh, bucks days, weddings, uh, work, you name it. There's been, I, I, I can think of birthdays, of course. There are so many different ways in which it's been incorporated in just to uh, everyday social experience that it's you, you wouldn't have predicted that in your wildest dreams. 
No, I don't think anyone probably would have seen that it, it would take off the way it has. Um, you know, I mean, in a way, that's probably partly why we're seeing traditional membership go down a little bit is because people are loving um, this new vibrant side of the sport. And I think what's probably really appealing to um, the public with, with our sport is that it appeals to so vast array of people. You know, it appeals to those people that are really sporty uh, and that are usually pretty handy at, at most sports they turn their hand to, but also those that tend to not be drawn to the traditional sports, mm. uh, like bowls as well, because they can still be quite competitive. They can still enjoy themselves and still have a good time with it. Um, you know, and uh, such a, a vast array of ages and, and abilities. You know, we've got many um, disability groups as well as our able-bodied groups that come and play along. Um, you know, we've got clubs. I was at a club uh, not long ago that had a nine-year-old member and a member that was 102 still actively involved in the club. Wow, that's extraordinary. Hey, Beck, speaking of Beck Van Ash on Without Bias uh, for Apia and Bowls Australia, Beck, your role as a CEO uh, of Bowls Tasmania, does it make it easier or harder when you're a player as well, uh, both nationally and internationally? Well, good question. Uh, I think it probably goes both ways a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that it has allowed me to, to play um, internationally for, for longer. You know, obviously having um, a job in the sport that has allowed me to be fairly flexible, um, which is something that I really appreciate. Having said that, I work a lot while I'm away and on the road as well. So it has its drawbacks in that sense that I'm, um, you know, <laughs> potentially playing international bowls through the day and still working my 30 hours of a night. Uh, so there's yeah things like that that um, yeah has been good and bad and and it hopefully uh, one of the things that I've really thought was beneficial about it was the fact that um, that I think it's probably kept me accessible to our bowlers uh, and so many of our players feel that it's okay to come up and and speak to me when I'm out playing uh, mm. and that gives me a real finger on the pulse at grassroots level, which is something that I think has definitely benefited me in my role. Well, especially because when people say, well, our CEO, and you look at your CEO, and sometimes people think that CEOs and presidents are, uh, are far removed from what's actually happening uh, on the green or on the field or on the course, but they can't say that with you because you're standing right there next to them. So it must be, it is a great way to feel, for them to feel that you're accessible, um, that you're relatable. Uh, it is a, it's a wonderful thing. So well done with that. Good luck with what's ahead uh, for the rest of the year. Good luck to the Tassie contingent as well at the Australian Championships. And we thank you for being on Without Bias, Beck. No, no problem, Sam. And, uh, and I hope you're right. Hopefully our, our bowlers down here do find me uh, really accessible and know that I have, uh, have them at heart and I'm working for the sport down here. So thanks for your time, Sam, and good luck to everyone competing next week at the Nationals. Beautifully done. Uh, Beck Van Ash, who's the CEO of Bowls Tasmania, also an Australian jackaroo. That's it for Without Bias for another week. Don't forget, local legends wanted a bowls green is just up the road. Search bowls clubs near me. Big thanks to Tash Van Eldick and Beck Van Ash uh, for their time this evening. I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you missed any of it, uh, check out the Bowls Australia website. You can also get sen.com.au and the podcast will be up there. We do it all for APA, dedicated specialists, ready to help. Call 135050, get set, go. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91